I'm an award-winning entrepreneur. Ah. <laughs> I'm an award-winning entrepreneur. Oh, my God. That was really funny. Welcome to Episode 7 of 15-Minute Wisdom. I'm your co-host, Leslie Bradford-Scott. And I'm her daughter, Carly Bradford. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur and a high school dropout who scaled my multi-million dollar company just by reading books and listening to podcasts. And I'm a total <laughs> And I'm a total ADD and definitely not a reader, but I love to learn. So I'm going to scarf down this wisdom and hopefully take something away from this. And since we both love eating, we're going to anchor this learning with some tasty recipes. Today's topic is about a popular misconception, one of my favorites. Do what you love and the money will follow. Not true. Oh my God, maybe. Like like Kate Spade. This worked for Kate Spade. She turned burlapped handbags into a multi-billion dollar company. Yep, that's right. So maybe it worked for her, but yeah. not everyone else. But you know what? Nobody ever talks about the fact that Kate Spade's brother, is it brother? No, brother-in-law is David Spade. And David Spade was the one that got those handbags into the hands of famous celebrities. So there you go. Unless you know David Spader have a very famous celebrity relative. relative, you ain't going nowhere with that dream. Yeah. So let's talk about what would be a good dream and a good goal. But before we get cooking, a word from our sponsor. So Carly, at Walton Wood Farm, we're releasing, gosh, we, I can't believe this. We're releasing about five or six new hand creams Ooh. in the next few weeks. If you're a fan of Walton Wood Farm products, you know we're famous for our shea butter, cocoa butter, and Japanese green tea, thick and rich hand rescues that are never greasy. It's like buttercream frosting. It is like frosting for your hands. So nice. Yes. So we have several new releases coming out very shortly, and I'm so excited. It's going to it's gonna get our hand cream total up to 20 different scents. So would you like to hear about them? Tell me. Work from home. Because... Some of you are working from home right now, and it's a unisex theme, which I really love. Citrus and herb. It is so fresh and inviting. Good juju, because we need that right now. The world needs more good juju, and we're not taking any chances right now. Love you for your Valentine or Galentine. Bunny fluff for Easter and spring. And fierce bitch. Are you a fierce bitch, Carly? I am a fierce Wow, that's harsh for like, I'm your parent. Should be saying that word? Sorry. <laughs> okay. So if you'd like to check out our new hand rescues, which will be out any day now, visit waltonwoodfarm.com and please shop local. Check our where to buy page. Support, support your local community. Back to our show. Okay, Carly, do what you want and the money will follow. I call bullshit. Me too. Okay, so what does that mean? My observation of people is, Whatever they think is enough for them or successful for them, they assign that dollar amount to the thing that they want to do and they think that is related somehow. So for example, if they like to pick up pebbles on the beach and turn them into jewelry, but they also want to have two brand new cars, a vacation every year and a beautiful house and $200,000 a year of income, they think that that dream is going to produce that lifestyle that they want. Do you right. do you find that with people? I do, yeah. Yeah, and that's crazy. They're not related. So I say do what you have to do to put food on the table. And then as your side hustle, you can try to do what you love and the money will follow. Maybe, 
Maybe it won't. Maybe you can only sell $3,000 of Pebble Jewelry a year. But if you love it, it doesn't matter. What do you think? I totally, and I say this to people all the time. If they say, you know, I don't really love what I do. I don't know what I want to do next. Maybe I'll go back to school. And I'll say, does it provide, does your current job provide you with enough money to go home and enjoy where you live and what you do? And if they say, well, yeah, like I have great hours and I can travel and whatever, I say, then perfect. Then you love the outcome of what you do. Like what you're doing now, even though you don't love what you're doing, is providing you a beautiful life. And you know what? If you want to try something, it's it's okay to try anything that you want to, you know, do what you love. But you have to have a practical plan for that. And the practical plan is put food on the table. Do something as a side hustle. When you were little, I had to sell cars, which I hated doing. I babysat myself. You were working all the time. Not to say that that was bad. You had to. I had to. I was like six, seven days a week. I know you didn't. Double shifts. Eating the pavement with your high heels for 12 uh, hours a day. Shoveling snow all winter. I absolutely hated it. But what did I do in my spare time? You wrote all the time. I wrote because I wanted to be a writer. So I wrote screenplays. I entered screenplay competitions. I won screenplay competitions. I was trying to sell screenplays. But if I had to do that to feed you, we would have starved. Yep. And you know what? 20 years later, I still haven't sold a screenplay. But do you th- do I still write? Absolutely, you do. Because I love it. So the money did not follow, but I put food on the table. And now I'm, I am living my dream by creating all day for my company But that isn't what I set out to do. That just sort of fell into place later. Right. In the meantime, we had some really good food. Oh, yeah. So I love what my favorite marketer and thought leader, one of my favorite thought leaders is Seth Godin. And he has a podcast called Akimbo. And I love what he says on his podcast, which is, you know how people say, Carly, what is that expression they'll say? What would you do if you could not fail? Yeah, I've heard that a couple times. Yeah. So I think that's the kind of the wrong way around. And Seth Godin says it best. What would you do if you knew you were going to fail, but you would do it anyway because Because, you loved it? Yeah. I think that's true. For me, it didn't matter. I wanted to make money as a screenwriter, but I was going to do it anyway. I still do it. So I do it because I love it. I love to write. I love to create. And I think that's a, a much better approach. What do you think? Yep, I do too. I think as long as you can pay your bills and be happy enough to do what you love in your spare time, then you won't have that stress when you're doing what you love. It won't ruin your passion. And you know what else? It ruins everybody around you too. Because if you're under financial, if you quit your job and you start your dream in hopes to replace your job income, and you have kids and responsibilities and a partner and a house and a mortgage payment, and you're under financial stress, and you borrow against your, you know, to do your dream, you borrow against your assets. Wow, that can ruin a lot of relationships in your life. Right? And you'll probably start resenting that dream. You will. You, when you were a little girl, you had a dream. <laughs> I wanted to make sandwiches for a living. Yeah, that's right. And you could do that. I could do that. But why don't you do that? I couldn't afford my dog or his vet bills or my nice house. That just wouldn't be realistic. Yeah. And some people do make a lot of money making sandwiches, right? Yeah. But you, you told me once if I made sandwiches for people as a job, then I wouldn't love making sandwiches anymore. Correct. And I love horses so much, but I could never do it as a career because it would just spoil it for me. There's no money in that generally. So I'm going to um, repeat a quote that I heard. And unfortunately, I can't remember where I heard it, but I loved it. Absolutely love this quote. 
do what you love is for amateurs. Love what you do is for professionals. And I have to agree, I create as part of my company every day. I'm in creation mode, but there's a ton of work that I do not love. But I love, I get lost in doing it. And I do love to do that because it's moving the needle for me. It's getting to me where I want to go. And that's a professional attitude, in my opinion. I agree. I love what I do. There's a lot of stuff I don't love about my job, but down to the the nitty gritty, I actually love what I do. And you work with people and you work, you know, in enriching people's lives. And that must be hugely rewarding. It's amazing. It's that time of the show. It's time for our recipe of the week. And we're going to trade your nutty dreams in for some nutty fluff popcorn. Carly, you made this. And it's what dreams are made of. It is what I'm so addicted to this popcorn. Tell us how you made it. I've been eating it like three times a a week. Oh, it's so delicious. So all I did, Mm. I melted butter, peanut butter, and marshmallow fluff in a little saucepan on the stove. And then I poured it all over fresh popped stovetop popcorn. And let me tell you, it is so divine. Oh, Oh my God. Please check out the image on our social media. It's like Reese's peanut butter cups on your popcorn. Mm. And you know what? Can we talk about the art of popping popcorn? Because the one skill that I took away from my grandmother, I didn't take a lot from my grandmother, but this one, how to popcorn in a pot, not in a microwave. Microwave popcorn just isn't the same. It's awful. It's terrible. Once you have real good corn in a pot... You can't go back to the microwave. I also just bought an air popper. Shh, I don't want to hear about that. Believe me, you'll be happy you did. You'll never go back to the microwave. Throw out the Jiffy Pop. And that's it for our show. Follow us at 15 Minute Wisdom on Facebook and Instagram and sign up for updates and yummy recipes at 15minutewisdom.com. Hey, and we love to dish up giveaways of Walton Wood Farm products on our social channels. And you want free stuff, right? Yeah. Thanks for listening and stay hungry for learning.